Hi honeys, welcome back to another episode of Tipsy Talk Tuesday. We have Becca. We're so excited. Um, I can't wait to get into this episode and cheers. Cheers. All right, so we're both car waves, in case you guys didn't know. We are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> we're like the poster girls for a car wife. We really I mean, are. We couldn't be more car wife if we tried. <laughs> And I feel like not a lot of you guys really know what that entails, because I had no idea until I got with Matthew. <laughs> and it's it's a lot more than they tell you. Yeah, no, I was... It's uh, not like books. I'm, I'm always surprised I learn something new every day. <laughs> if they would write books on this, it would really help some of us. Yeah, it would be a really long book. <laughs> there's like, there's a lot to learn. Oh, yeah. They don't... I feel like it's a hobby that you... You know, you meet a guy and you're like, oh, what are your interests? And they say, oh, well, I... it's not a hobby. It's a lifestyle. Okay. <laughs> you have been in this world. But yes. Alrighty then. <laughs> you can tell her husband has uh, made her say these things in the past. No, I'm just kidding. We love Kevin. He's a great husband. But... It's just like when you meet a guy and you say, oh, what do you like to do in your spare time? Or whatever. And they say that they have a car that they work on. You don't really know what that means. You should run. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to be nice today. Uh, <laughs> We're not choosing violence. No, 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 no. There's just, it could mean so many things. Because I feel like there's so different, many different versions of it. Like, do they just totally. work on old things that never, like beater cars that they never turn into anything? Right. Do they turn them into show cars? Do they have one car? Do they have five? Do they have seven? <laughs> The okay. possibilities are endless. <laughs> okay, let's start here. How many cars did Kevin have when you met him? Um, he, he had two. He had two cars when I met him. Okay, one was his daily and one was the show car? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he had the Jetta when I met him. Okay. That was his prized possession. Yes. And then he had, like, a daily driver mm -hmm. car um, that I was allowed to use when I was trying to move here. <laughs> yeah, I used to. It was a terrible car sorry Kevin it was like the biggest piece of shit really? and I would drive it around um to go to job interviews because I was trying to move to Florida yeah and so it was kind of nice that he had two cars at the time I didn't see that as a red flag I was like no. this is great two cars two people like this is awesome, makes sense. This is awesome. <laughs> it makes sense it doesn't make sense it doesn't no how many okay so you guys have been together for how many years we've been together since 2018 so okay. that's what five five years, years? yeah so Almost six. Oh yeah, almost six. Oh my god. Yeah. What? Um. How many cars over those six years has he had? Okay, let me see if I can remember all of these. <laughs> so, we started with the Jetta. Okay. And the beater car. I don't even remember what it was, but it was blue. Okay. And things escalated very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so we went from Kevin had the Jetta, and then after that, I want to say he got. The Cor he got a Corvette. Okay. Uh, he had a Tacoma at one point. Random. I had a Chevy Cruze, which everyone in the car community watching loves to make fun of me for. Um, I was roasted, and I don't think that was called for <laughs> for years. I and have no comment. There's <laughs> nothing really ever wrong with I that. I have a Ford Fusion. I can't yeah. ever see anything. Honestly, that Chevy Cruze was the best car that I ever had. It was had. probably the most reliable and car it, you guys ever had. It had less problems than any car boy car I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. But they hated it. Um, so then he, so he, I had the Chevy Cruze. Um, then he had, he had the Tacoma. He had the Corvette. He had the Jetta. He had that random blue car. Um... I'm forgetting some. I'm definitely forgetting some. Oh, he had the E38. 
So that's the thing. When you're a car wife, you, you have learn, to learn all kinds of like letters and numbers. Boat? It was yeah, it was a BMW. The, so the one time I called it the boat, Kevin's face like lit up because when I first met Kevin, he was at a shop in Orlando and he was working on the car. And it was a bad day for me. I wasn't feeling well. I was kind of just like, get your shit, Matthew, and let's go. He was getting wheels get and I was here. like, I'm done. And there was some guy in a car the whole time, like, ripping apart something, I thought. I don't some know. Some random ginger. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy that owned the shop was there, and I was, like, just not in a good mood because I was angry and I was just not feeling well. And when we left, I was like, who was that? And he's like, oh, that's Kevin. And I'm like, okay, I don't know who that is, but, like, whatever. And he's like, oh, that's, they called it the boat. And I was like, okay, so that was the only name so I ever funny. heard of it. And then when we met you guys at Fixed Fest, me and Becca's friendship started of us talking shit. Yeah. If that doesn't tell you. That's our love are. story. <laughs> That's who we are as people. And then our fiancés woke up together and we're both like... Oh, we were at a car show. Right. Yes. We were, yeah, we were at a car show and the line for the food trucks was like two oh hours Oh my long. god. Like two hours long. Oh my god. And so we were... I just happened to be standing right yeah. behind you. right? Or were you behind me? I think I was behind you. Yeah. And I was standing in line by myself. Yeah. And I heard The boys you had wandered away. And Matthew talking and I was just sort of like... I, I, yeah. The boys wandered off and then I turned around to you because you said something that I was like, oh, hey. Yeah. Ha ha. I agree. I don't know. We were like probably joking about car boys. Probably. Honestly. I mean... And so we became friends, and the boys walked over, and they were like, you guys know each other? And, and I we was were like, like you, you know each other? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, instantly friends. Um, yeah. I got a little off topic, though. I didn't mean to do that. That's okay. No, it's fine. That was when I first when saw the boat. Kevin, the boat. Yeah, the boat. and that's when I was like, this is the boat. So then the other day, we were in Orlando with you guys, and I said something about it, and Kevin was like, oh. <gasps> You called it the boat, and Matthew was like, he loved it. He loved that car. And he I was like, that oh, car. but he got rid of it. So I liked that car, too, because it actually, fun fact, it had a car phone. Like, that was a thing when, <laughs> yeah, it came out. And he worked really hard to restore that car and everything that goes into that, paint correction and wheels and tires and all of the stuff. Yes. For months uh, to get it ready for the show that we met at. Yeah. And he drove that car there, actually, but... He worked on it for months and months and months. We hadn't really driven it. And so when we left for that show, that was the first time he had really driven it anywhere. Yeah. And I remember I was sitting in the back seat and him and his friend were in the front seat. And within like 30 seconds of getting on I-4, the worst road in the universe, yeah. um, a rock flew up and hit the windshield. And I was like, shit, maybe he won't notice. Maybe he won't notice. And then his friend goes, oh, a rock just hit your windshield and cracked it. And I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. Please shut up. So it was horrible. Thankfully, somebody kind of like helped fix it at the show. But like, still. Just my luck. Um, but he loved that I car. I feel like I remember that being a topic of conversation that it was getting fixed. Yeah, because he had it kind of like up by one yeah. of the booths. And so it was like a whole scene. Somebody had to come over and do some magic yeah. on the windshield. But that was his prized possession. And um, then he wanted to get and M3, and I was like, we have more cars than people already, so you have to get rid of one yeah. <laughs> before we buy another car. So that one had to go, um, and as a car wife, you can understand, when the guy came to buy the car, 
I saw that he had a rotiform shirt on, mm-hmm. so I knew he was like into Decent cars. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is perfect. I was yeah. like, do you want some other shit? You can have these <laughs> you wheels. Go the I got some tires. Take whatever you want. Yeah, take yeah. your pick. It's all up for grabs. So I, I loved it when he sold that car. We got rid of a lot that day. That was good. Yeah. You cleared it out. Instantly brought another car right back in to replace it, but. So we're on number seven. Was that the last one I bought so far? Yeah. So the M- we stopped at the M3, and then I kind of went on a little car range. Yeah, you got a new... Uh... Well, I got rid of my Chevy Cruze, mm-hmm. and I bought a Fiat. Okay, so... Okay, in my defense, <laughs> in my defense, it was the bigger, like the SUV Fiat. Yeah. But I, I thought I was roasted for the Chevy Cruze. Imagine how roasted I was for the Fiat. So I remember, we obviously weren't super close when you bought the Fiat, because we'd only met, like, one time. Yeah. And I remember you posted that you got it, and I don't really know what they looked like on the inside, but it just so happened, our neighbor at our old apartment had one, and oh, they parked God. next to us. So one day, I was like, let's see what this looks like. So I looked inside, and I was like, no, she didn't. And I was like, she did not buy one. So I was like, Matthew, Kevin let her buy one Oh, he didn't let me. He was, was like... <laughs> And he was like, she's a very independent woman. She'll do what she wants. And I was like, that's, I, I understand. I do. I get it. But like, mm, these are questionable choices. Look, I thought it was cute from the outside. I mean, and it was a cute little bubble, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, it was, it was like a cute, like it was a small SUV. And I remember the day I got rid of the Chevy Cruze. Just because everyone had been shitting on me for that car for so long. I posted it and I was like, you're like, I'm done. I got rid of the Chevy Cruze today, but I bought something that you're all going to hate even more. I remember this post. And when I posted that picture of the Fiat, I have never got so much hate on the internet in my life. Um, I That must be what it feels like to get cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's ever experienced it, it's Becca. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, the, so I bought the Fiat. I refused to drive it home from the dealership. We bought it down here in West Palm. Really? And I was like, I don't want to drive it. I hate driving anyway, so yeah. I made Kevin drive it home. Yeah. And then the next day I drove it and instantly the check engine light came on. Oh, instantly. good lord. And I was like, oh my god, I'm going to eat my words. Everyone's already making fun of me. I feel um, like the Facebook post already blew up. I was like, I Shit. can already hear the, the Instagram comments. So um, I only had that car for a couple of months and I bought, now I have a Volkswagen Tick one. Which I'm sure he appreciates. He approves of, yeah. And honestly, I didn't even know it was special when I, like, found it. Mm-hmm. I just, I was looking, I, my dad has a Tick one. Mm-hmm. So I drove his, and I really liked it, and I was like, I think that I could, like, go. Yeah. I wanted, like, a smaller, like, mid-size SUV. So I went for the Tig one, and I was looking at them all online, and I just thought mine was a really cute color, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, I was like, like I love the blue, and I sent it to Kevin, and he was like, no way, that's a... Whatever. Whatever the yeah. hell. Special edition. And I was like, okay, okay. perfect. You're happy. I'm happy. And Let's we bought it. That works. So we're yeah. at eight cars. Yes. Eight cars in six years. That is a lot. That's So that's the thing that like you don't know when you get with a car guy. Is like you're like, oh, okay, you guys like cars. That's cool. You fix them up. You don't realize how many cars they go through. Like, growing up, we, we bought a car and we ran that baby till the wheels fell you kept off. It. You never treated it in. That was your car for life. Like, my parents have had cars that, like, should have been given up a while ago. No, it still runs. It's fine. It's it wrong with it. My yeah. mom literally right now drives a truck from, like, 06. And her excuse is, well, I only go four miles a day to work. <laughs> it's fine. My dad's Chevy is, like, there. my mom keeps telling him he drives to West Palm from work from here every day. And she's, like... Listen, our mechanic told us to sell it. We should probably get rid of it. It's not that safe anymore. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's fine. The dogs fit this, this, this. And it's like, that's how I was raised too. 
And so I have my little Ford Fusion that I'm like, we're gonna run that baby till yeah. the wheels fall off. Then I meet him. He had a Jetta when I met him. Sold it within like a year, I think. I don't, actually, maybe even less than that. I don't think he had that car a year. Sold it and got the truck. And I was like, what? That was fast. Yeah. And then he was like, well, I don't really like the truck that much. Maybe I'll trade that in too. And I was like, you just got the truck. Well, I only got it to trailer the car to hell. And I'm like, so you bought a vehicle to trail. They talk about girl math. Girl- oh, carboy math is he- 10 times worse. I literally said to him, like, we were talking about going to Helen, And yeah. he was like, I would trailer the GTI. And I said, okay. And I was like, we don't have a truck. We have a Jetta and a Ford Fusion. I don't know what we think is trailering, but it's none of those. Yep. And he was like, well, I could buy a truck. And I was like, or we could rent a truck or you could drive it. We could rent all of this stuff. He knew people with trailers as they know somebody with everything. And he was like, well, maybe I'll buy a truck. Go looking the next day, buys the truck that's out there right now. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, so we bought a truck. And then we didn't even go to Helen. And I was like, so we didn't. <laughs> Go to Helen that you bought. But you technically saved money by buying the truck. Uh, apparently. And then he's like, well, I'll just sell it. We still have it three years later. It's still... And I'm like, so... But he's now trailed the car different places. The car has still yet to go to Helen, trailered by that truck. But I'm like, um, the boy math on your car logic didn't math. Two of my other close friends are also car wives, we'll call them. And yeah. they have been victims of this car boy math too. And something that we always talk about is... The way that they can rationalize any car purchase, mm-hmm. car-related mm-hmm. purchase, and their view is that if you like sell something or list something on Facebook Marketplace, their favorite app in the world, mm. um, that money replaces the oh, other yeah. money that you're going to spend for something else. So technically, it cancels out, and every car free. in the world is free. Every car is free. He literally, we <laughs> like. So since we've been together, he's only bought. He is not as bad as Kevin. We've also not been together six years. We've been together three. But. What? I forgot about one of our cars. Stop. Yeah, we have a Ford Explorer sitting in front of my house. <laughs> so we're at nine. And it's vintage, so. But yeah. No, no, Matt's not as bad as Kevin with the cars. No, because since we've been together three years, we, he's bought two cars. Which, somehow, we now have a Mark One Rabbit in my name. Let me know how that happened. Let You're me know how girl. I... You're an honorary car girl. Let me know how... So, literally... So, he had the GTI that he's had forever. He's had the car yep. for almost 10 years, if not more. No, it is, I think it's over 10... It's The car itself is over 10 is years Is that old. the white one? Yeah. Okay. The one that is the show car. Yes. Yes. So, he has that. Then I have my little Ford Fusion that he even one time was like, mm, maybe I'm, I think I'm going to buy you the wing for the back of it. And I was like, no, no, no. That car is the most reliable car we have. Knock on some wood. Don't start picking it apart. Yeah, leave her alone. And doing your air ride. Yeah. And lowering he literally it. Was like, and- what if we trade it in and bought you like this car instead? And it was like a Tiguan or a Jet. I don't even remember. And I was like, no, leave my little Ford Fusion alone. I hate Fords. I don't really care. Leave her alone. She runs. She gets us from A to B. We've, I've had her for four years. We're good. It's like my Chevy Cruze. Yeah. They're good. I miss it. They're good. They're good cars. He's like, well, your bumper, I hit someone. And my bumper has... Someone? Or something? I hit a pedestrian. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) On a bicycle. (laughs) And I wasn't at fault. The police officer said, she was going the wrong way. You have a good day unless you want to press charges. I said, yes, ma'am. You didn't do anything wrong. She was going around the roundabout the wrong way in the middle of a road. And I... Yep. What are you supposed to do? That's what I said. And then we just moved in here. And you know when you move in and you have like first class security, you've got all this money saved up. Yeah. 
So we had like an extra couple thousand dollars and we were like, what we should have done was saved it for our wedding. What he did was got on Facebook Marketplace <laughs> and was like, look at this rabbit. And Facebook I was like, Marketplace strikes again. Well, and we were hammered at a party and I was like, that's a cool little car. Next day comes home. So I bought it. So, so that's the- used our joint savings <laughs> and bought the fucking car and then was like, do you want to register in your name? Because I already have like three cars. And I was like, sure. I've never had a car registered in my name because I was too young. My parent, my cars are registered in my parents' names. And I was like, who the fuck did I end up with a 1980 car in my name? So those are your three cars that you have now? You have three? You four, well, you we have four? three in the truck. Oh. So we have the Fusion. Three cars in one truck? The Fusion, the GTI, and the Rabbit in the truck. We live in an apartment that's two bedrooms. You're like two parking spots and we have four cars. We, so, our current house has a detached garage, which is just the home of the M3. Yes. That thing never sees the light of day. He doesn't drive it? No, he doesn't drive it. He drives my car. Of course, we have three cars and he drives my car (laughs) everywhere. Um... He didn't when I had the Chevy Cruze. Oh, yeah, because he couldn't ever yeah. be seen dead Could not in one be of seen those. in that. Don't want to be caught dead in the Chevy Cruze. Oh, but... my God. The Facebook post. Oh, yeah. It'd be so embarrassing. He'd be canceled <laughs> um, immediately. <laughs> so the M3 lives in the detached garage. And then we have a one-car garage connected mm-hmm. to our house, which is where my car lives. Um, and the Explorer just lives outside. So does he not drive the Explorer? Occasionally, it's like, it's an older car. What's its purpose? It's, it was from his grandparents. Okay, okay. So it's, I think, somewhat sentimental. Also, apparently it's really cool to people because one day he, he actually thought about selling it and he listed it on Facebook Marketplace, as they do. Yep, mm-hmm. And started getting a ton of offers. And then I, honestly, I think when he got so many offers and he realized that people liked the car, he decided to keep it. Um, now we're moving. Mm-hmm. It's gotta go. Yeah, no, it gotta go. Because we're getting, you know, we're not gonna have room for it. It's a different setup. Yeah, no. He wants a golf cart now. When I mean, he becoming a golf cart dad? He's in his 30s. He's getting old. So, he wants a golf cart, so the Explorer has to go. Okay, but, like, you can't have a golf cart under fun cars. This is not how life works. So, pick one. That's just like like there there has to be a limit. Somewhere. There is, and like when we're talking about moving and building a house, he's always like, "I want to have like lots of land," and I'm like, "Why?" And he's like, "Well, there's going to be like a massive garage, like the size of our house, detached on the side." And I'm like, four we have four vehicles. The car that I primarily drive will be one next to the house because I'm not parking over here." And what? No. And he's like, "Well, for car parts, for what? We got our old." Like, in our old apartment, we didn't have a garage, and there was no way for us to get one. Like, you either had one, had an apartment with one, or you didn't. Here, they're detached, and you can, like, rent them out monthly, which is what we do now. You can get it separate. Yeah, Yeah. that's what we do now. But in the old place, his car stayed at my parents' house, because, God forbid, it was outside. God forbid. Now, my car, my little rabbit, rots away. But it's fine. She's great. Anyways, we, our old apartment, because we didn't have, like, a garage... All of the car parts were just stored in the extra rooms and the office. And then it got so bad, he's a mechanic, as we know. I got this wheel from work. For, for what, sweetheart? Because we don't we don't need it. Well, I have a random wheel in my house, too. One wheel. It's a, 
It's a table. He made it. He got a brake roller, a brake, a wheel, and a piece of glass. Now the cars are is, becoming furniture. It is in that back office. And I was like, it wasn't built in the old place. And he's like, I need to bolt it together. And I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do with this? It's going to be decor. I said, I will be damned if my house decor is car parts. It'll be in my man cave. His man cave is our spare bedroom. The wheel as a table, which, by the way, weighs about 100 pounds. If you ever try to fucking move They're it. They're heavy. I tried to move it. When... I tried to move it to hide it. <laughs> I tried to move it to put a baby to sleep, to put out the futon on New Year's, and scratch the fuck out of my floor, so if you're in my apartment, don't listen. We are fighting for our lives over here. <laughs> it's rough. I, I'm curious, like, what was his apartment like when you moved in? So, he lived in a three-bedroom, two-bath, and it was like the one you described of um, your friend in Orlando, we're not going to say names, obviously, but where it was just straight upstairs. So, you go upstairs, mm -hmm. and it was, like, laundry room, which just had minimal stuff, and it was, like, a super long hallway that had nothing. Master bedroom had a bed and it had one single very skinny dresser, not plate. I would like to say this was not, the furniture was not placed where it should have been. The bed was against this wall. Why was the dresser not, why was the it dresser was not, not here? Feng shui no, at the all. dresser was this way. And I was like, you're, anyways, so that was there. The bathroom, nothing but like a toothbrush and um, a, like a hairbrush and his shower just had basics. Closet was barely used. So the love, the kitchen was just basic necessities. There was no decor. I'm lying. And his bathroom, there was a picture of a turtle. Don't ask. We still have it because we went to, uh, what's pottery, not pottery barn, old time pottery down here. Yeah. Um, he went in one day, found this picture of a turtle, hung it above the bathtub. Don't ask. We still have it. It's in the guest bathroom. I don't, I don't know. That was his favorite picture. That was all that he had. Then you went into the living room and it was just and car posters and car posters and he had a side table and it was his car then he had in the back rooms one had a bed that was just an old bed that he'd had for a while which we um <clears throat> had to get rid of for obvious reasons because you know who Gotta slept go. in that bed so that bed got in the trash but it was just the guest bed and there was nothing else in there but a bed nothing else just a bed it wasn't even made then the, there's a lot to unpack there the office <laughs> The office had a desk, his gaming chair, a monitor that was never turned on that he ended up giving to his, or selling to his friend, and that was about it, and some storage containers with more posters of cars plastered on the wall. Oh, and I'm sorry, a key rack to hang his car keys. For the many car keys. Uh-huh. That, the key rack that was shaped like his car. That was welded. Custom look, made. Oh yeah, welded to look like his GTI. Of course. Made of, co I add. of course. That was what his apartment looked like. And I was just like, yeah, this is gonna You had a lot of work to do. Oh my god. When I moved in with Kevin, it was sort of a similar experience. He That's had the rough. typical like single guy navy have blue navy blue sheets and a plaid comforter. What the fuck is what the navy blue sheets? It has a chokehold on What you is man. what the let me know why I just got to throw away the navy blue sheets when we moved here. Because I was like, these are never going on the bed. No. God navy knows blue? what happened with the navy blue sheets and the plaid comforter combo. I don't understand. Chills. Look at this. Chills. So we had the navy blue sheets and the plaid comforter combo, of course. Um, and then in his kitchen, he was in like his... He's still kind of in his gym workout phase. Okay, and um, I remember going into the kitchen and just being like, what do you eat? <laughs> the fridge is <laughs> empty. The only thing in his kitchen was salt and pepper, frozen chicken breasts, and then in the pantry he had 
pre-workout and popcorn. That was it. The essentials, I see. I will tell you, men will feed themselves the most bland and simple meal you have ever seen in your life. If you ever go out of town and you notice what they eat, when I was on my bachelorette, you sent me a picture and I was like, I am shocked you even cooked dinner and didn't like call in pizza or throw a frozen pizza in the oven. And it was just rice, some sausage, and one of those frozen vegetable packs stored in the microwave. And I was like, seasonings? No. Okay. Well, it was great because, like, the bar was so low for me. So everything that I cooked, he was like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, You're like a chef when you meet a man. In the <laughs> when a man lives on his own and he's not. Because they also, it's just like, it's as bad as girl dinner. Like, when your man goes out of town and you just heat up oh, some yeah. pizza rolls in the oven. Or you eat, like, girls eat the most random shit. Like, I'll eat, totally. like, the, um, like, frozen wontons. Throw some of them in the air fryer, and, like, that's dinner. I don't yeah. care. A side of potato chips, we're good. I'll, like, eat an avocado with a spoon. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. But, like, men, they don't even, like... It's just, like, oh, yeah, I'll try to cook myself something nutritious, but, like, there's no thought. It's, like, some chicken and rice, and it's the most blandish you've ever seen in your life. No flavor. Like, oh, oh, no. Hot sauce. I was going to yeah. say hot sauce or ranch. Yeah. But we mask. love them. We do. I mean, we do. But... I feel like... Both of our husbands are very, like, golden retriever oh my God. energy. It's like the black cat and golden retriever combo. I feel like, yeah. It's like German Shepherd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really is. Because it's like when they're around us, they're just like, okay. Like, they have a sweet side Yeah, they're, they're like, like the like, nicest ever. But then you just see them and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, thought process, none. Yeah. Absolutely none. Yeah. Give it another three years and you'll really be like, whoa. And they're so easily influenced. Oh, yeah. It's so bad. Like, when he's around certain friends, I'm like, please don't say that. Well, so recently, one of Kevin's friends bought a car. And I didn't support this decision. (laughs) And Zach, um, if you're listening to this, or Bianca, um, I had Bianca's side. I took the girl's side. I was like, he shouldn't buy another car. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Um, But when he went and he, of course, bought the car... He sent me a picture of it, and in the background, I just saw Kevin standing behind the car like this. And I was like, oh, he's there enabling you, influencing you. He is approving. Hive mind with the cars. All it takes is one car boy to tell another car boy, you should buy it. That is literally, it's also the problem we have with Kevin and Matthew right now. If they have a bad decision, they just text each other. And they've gotten, like, they're little besties over the past, like, six months. They are. And I don't know what happened. because We were friends first. We were. I would just like to point that out. But they will literally have, like, a bad idea, and they'll just text each other and be like, I'm being bad, what should I do? And they're like, 100% do it. And then it's just like, the wife said no, it doesn't matter. You know, Kevin said yes, Ashley, I don't care. And I'm like, <laughs> I would love the internet's opinion on this, because actually both of our husbands think they can land an airplane. <gasps> should we go there? We should go there, because let me just say, I was at Kaylee's wedding, and we were seated next to a couple, and Matthew and... Um, the girl's husband, one of the other girls, her car like died on her on the way over and they're like, what happened? And she was like, I think it ran out of oil. So, you know, Matthew was like, yeah. let's fucking go. So him and his name was Dodge. They were like, woman, let's go put oil in your fucking car. Like, how are you getting home? So they went outside. So I looked at this girl yeah. and I was like, you need to ask your husband when he comes back about landing an airplane. She's like, why? So I filled her in really quickly and I was like, no, like, you have to. And she's like, okay, okay, okay. And I was like, you need, and she's like, all right. So they came back, asked him the guy without fail. Yeah. And I was like, 
where do men get the confidence that they think they can land a commercial airplane? We asked, or no, you asked Matthew when we were on our way home from the wedding, right? This is when the started. Oh, I've had this fight a hundred times. But, so when you guys were there, yeah, I was like, surely Matthew will back me yes, up. Yes, the started. She had asked Kevin, and Kevin fully heart, full wholeheartedly believed 100% he could. 100% So she's like, make. let's ask Matthew. So she asked him, and he didn't even like didn't even think flinch. about it. He just was like, yeah. And now him and Kevin are on this whole thing. They posted her on Facebook. Did you see? Yes. They're trying to buy a fucking airplane. Yes. And then his mo- his mom's in on it. You could try to land it. I was like, my dad, that di- we went to dinner. <gasps> the with parents me. support them. We went to dinner with my dad and my mom the other day. And my dad literally is sitting there talking about, there's this little airplane that's only this amount of money. We could buy it. And like, my dad's like wanting to buy an airplane. And Matthew's like, I'll fly it. And I'm like, my mother-in-law is a pilot. And so I was like, surely he's a pilot. He knows how complicated this is. He'll have my back. Well, no. I was like, I called him up and I was like, Kevin thinks he could land an airplane thinking we were going to like laugh about it together. And he was like, oh yeah. When he was a kid, you know, I showed him this cardboard cutout of a When he was a child. Kevin is so confident he could land an airplane. And I'm like, you know, it's not genetic, right? (laughs) It's not one of those things that just like, my dad did this. I know how to do it. No, you have to go to school. But they get the confidence because all of our parents agree to. Well, did you think my dad was agreeing with them that night? I felt like I he felt like he kind he of was did, like, but he was also kind of like impartial. Oh, he didn't yeah. really say much. He didn't. He was just like, he didn't want to take sides. It felt like he was on their side a little bit with the, he understood their confidence, but he was also like, I wouldn't get in the plane with you if you were flying it. It was like yeah. that. Like he was just like. Okay, yeah, but then he was like, I mean, I'm not, if it says, if we're ever on a plane, the four of us, and they say, pilot's down, we need someone to fly it, and the two of them stand up, pass me the fucking I'm jumping off of it. Open the door, remember that was at Alaskan Airlines oh, where the door flew off? I'd be jumping. Out the fucking yeah, door. I might like, as well skydive for the first time ever. Yeah, never like, done it, terrified, out the door before Matthew and Kevin are landing a fucking airplane. If they're going to land the airplane i'm gonna say i love you i'll give you a kiss goodbye and i'm gonna go jump out of the airplane then now. they referenced it to the guy that literally was like on a suicide mission yes and i'm like you were referencing this to someone who crashed a plane intentionally to end his own life saying that, was that you wild. could land a plane that was wild they had a few too many michelob ultras that night <sighs> these boys and their mech ultras they're favorite every in the single world. time we go out and he's like i should get some my cultures in memory of kevin <laughs> <laughs> and the other day because i was kevin, with tequila <laughs> i was in casa amigos yeah literally they I were in sprite cranberry <laughs> <laughs> they were like oh kevin was supposed to be here he couldn't be here he had to go on a work trip yeah. oh, so rude they couldn't wait till tomorrow but Horrible. anyways he could have been here, his play got delayed like five times. But anyways, we're not going to talk about it. So Matthew intentionally bought McUltras to, like, for when he got here. Because he was like, I got to have a, a drink. And, like, he was drinking them, obviously. But he's like, oh, I'm going to save, like, obviously a bunch for when Kevin comes Aww. so we can go have a drink. And then we found out that Kevin couldn't come. And I swear this man cracked, like, 12. And he was like... <laughs> and I was like... The bromance is real. It is. And I just like to remind him because everyone, like... I'll tell them all the time, and I'm like, they aren't my friends, they're your friends, because we met them, they're your car friends, and I know they're wives because of you, but I'm like, totally. I will hold on to the fact that Becca was my friend first. Totally. And now we're closer than you and Kevin ever were, totally. so yeah. I'm going to die on that hill. I ha- when I when So I moved here for Kevin, I didn't mm. really know anyone except the car group, and then for a while I was kicked out of the car group, so I didn't, I didn't really... I feel like you're forever <laughs> getting kicked out. 
bought back in can't yeah i think the car people are very bipolar that's true but also trusting ghettos in car world is hard it is because you never know what you're getting i found a few solid girls it's hard from the car group yeah who've like been here from day one um you're the only girl who i've like met on my own venturing yeah. out to the food trucks at the car <laughs> shop i was like i'm gonna be really brave today yeah um and so no i do consider you like my friend outside yeah. of cars yeah. even if it weren't for cars we would have been friends yeah exactly so, um no i think that's special for girls girl we love you it's great but okay. like we're friends before they were <laughs> i have to say and though, we're friends outside of the car world that's so true <laughs> everyone who I met at your wedding though I was like these are genuinely amazing people yeah like I loved your friends we left and we've gone to a lot of like not that your wedding was a car event no but but I know what you mean like (laughs) we met at a car show so I get it yeah we've gone to a lot of car events and we always leave with like a certain level of like ugh, yeah there's this drama or these people or whatever yeah we left your wedding and I was like I loved everyone there and Kevin felt the same way. Like, you have such a good group of friends down Thank here. You, you do. <laughs> I tried really hard. I'm very picky with my friends. I can be very picky with... Because I've had friends that you thought were, like... I don't know. Like, I'm very, like... Once we're friends, like, I have your back for life. Like, totally. I don't care what it is. Like, we're friends. Someone calls me and says, your friend said this. No, the fuck she didn't. Hang the phone up. Okay, yep. what happened? Like, I will never not take your back, no matter what it is. And I'll call you, and if you tell me... Well, I did some shady shit. That's fine. We're not going to tell her that. I still got your back. Like, that's the type of friend. Like, I have your back no matter what. And I've had friends that, like, I thought that was reciprocated. And then it, like, turns around and it's not. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm, like, very picky with people. So it's like when you meet someone that you're like, oh, you, okay, we're good. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's hard to find that, especially like when you're older, totally. meeting friends isn't easy. After college, like finding girlfriends is so hard. It, well, you don't just hang out at bars every weekend like right. you would in college. Right. And you're also not that drunk stupor where you're just like, ah, right. like you don't get blackout drunk like you did then. I mean, maybe every now and then, but like. And we also both work in industries that are mostly men. Yeah, I so work with three men every day, and like, all my coworkers are way older than me. I, yeah, I, I barely have female coworkers. It's really high, hard to meet women yeah. my own age, and so when you do, you like you really want to be friends. You but, really cling, yes. and then you're like, wait. But like a girl friendship breakup sometimes actually hurts even worse than an actual relationship breakup. Yeah, it's awful. When you have those friends that they just blindside you and they like backstab you, you kind of from men sometimes you're kind of like he's a guy, get it? But it's as expected. Like, <laughs> but as a ghetto you're like why the fuck it's like painful yeah because you're like i thought you were girls girl. i yeah. thought you had me like that's so fucking weird well my my friendships that have ended i actually think i dwell on or think about more than my like my past relationships are ancient history yeah, to me now. but the care. friendships that i lost i still like more in my old friendships it's also just the like the girl friendship is just so I don't know. It's so special because your guys are so close. You become yeah. like sisters sometimes. Not all the time, but like there are those friendships where you're like, no, they're like my sister. And yeah. like another life, we would have been sisters. Totally. And then if they backstab you or whatever, you're just like. Back. My my best friend um, in high school, the same thing happened. She really betrayed me. Mm-hmm. And I never looked back at it. And I actually think that, you know, 
the friendship ended right before going into college. Yeah. So I kind of went into my adult life with this, with, a yeah. certain level of like suspicion yeah. or like I had a wall up for a lot of women because that was the girl I had been closest yeah. to out of anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and once that happened, I found it really hard to make close female friendships as an adult. Like, everyone's always like, oh, I've had this childhood best friend for, like, ever. And, like, yeah, that's great. Like, I have a childhood best friend. I you love have- her. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, we all love her on the She's podcast. So I sweet. talk about her all of the time. I'm sorry to figure out how to get her on here, like, virtually. Yeah. But I'm going back, so we might figure something out. But you have a really long, uh, like, long friendship with your best friend. Um, but it's, like, the girls that you also meet when you're a little older, it's also nice. Yeah. Like, I have Jackie. Yeah. I have you. Yeah. It's like, it's also nice to have that friendship where you're like, we didn't know each other through everything, but it's like, we it's know each other. It's a different kind of bond. different, yeah. but it's also nice to meet that person because it's just like, they kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah. You weren't expecting it and it's nice. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like a breath of fresh air sometimes. It totally is. You meet someone later in life and you guys have already went through a bunch of shit and then you can be like, oh my God, you went through the same shit. Let's bond over it. We Let's bonded over that. <laughs> Let's talk so much shit. Are you on the same level I'm on? No? Okay, we can't be friends. We had way too much in common last time we went out. I mean... It's scary sometimes. Yeah. But it's also good. Also, I want to say, you were um, the first time I broke dry January. No, I did one time before I went out with you, but I, that didn't really count. The first time I really like broke dry broke, January, broke. and I had been sober for like three weeks. So let's... Because the last Tepsi Talk episode, I was all in on you like, fuck January. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what y'all are doing, but I am not participating. Becca was so... I was committed. She was. So let's talk about it. So, How was it? Okay, so I I travel a lot. Like, between work, between our families all live in different states. And so the holidays are always a really chaotic time. Mm-hmm. And I always end up partying too hard, drinking too much, eating too much. So like... January 1st rolls around, and I'm always, like, ready for a cleanse. Yes. Um, and I just wanted to kind of challenge myself, honestly. I have, this year, I've been, like, trying to focus on losing a little bit of weight and just, like, being healthier mm-hmm. overall. And so I did. I was like, I'm going to do dry January. And the second that I said that, like, on Instagram or said it publicly, I was like, shit, now I have to, like, actually do it. Yeah, people are going to hold me accountable. Yeah, and um, to be honest with you, the first week, all I could think about was drinking, just because I wasn't drinking. You five log o'clock, off. I want a glass of you're wine. You're just like, yeah. oh, today sucked a glass yes. of wine. And especially when you know you're, like, holding it from yourself, totally. you're just like, totally. But week two and week three, like, were way easier. And that's when I started to see the results. And I actually made that TikTok yeah. about it where I was like, I don't have dark circles under my eyes. I felt like I lost a lot of the, like, puffiness in my face. Mm-hmm. I had more energy. Um, but after three weeks, I was like, I'm good. Like, sometimes you just need that little break. I just needed a reset. You do. It doesn't need to be yeah. a whole month. And so I started going out again, you know, drinking here and there. What I will say about my experience, though, is it kind of reset my drinking habits for me. And recently I went on a work trip and that mm-hmm. was my first work trip where I didn't like wake up severely hungover. hungover every day. And I also didn't have any anxiety. Like in the past, nice. I would go on these work trips and it's like, you go out with everyone and you go to the bars and you get super drunk. And then the next day you have anxiety. You're like, Oh God, what did I say? What? Yeah. Who do people like me? Like what happened? Yeah. So it was nice to like not having the brain fog and totally. So I, I feel like I mean don't get me wrong, I still love to party. I mean, yeah, we're still gonna do it. But the little break for me was like a good reset. Yeah. Well, I loved the break and I probably needed it a little bit. Those three weeks were up and I was like, yeah, January's over in my book. Yeah. <laughs> 
get back on track. So when you first met Kevin, yeah. how, what was the like car scene like when you were first? Was he really heavily in the car scene and has it like died down or is it pretty much the same, that adjustment for you? Yeah, so he was definitely way more involved in the car scene when I met him. Mm-hmm. I actually met him through the car scene through okay. some mutual friends. Yeah. And um, over time, like we've, we've been very like hot and cold with the car community. There have been times where like we go to all of the car shows yeah. and we go to Helen and it's we like do five all times of the a year or whatever. We're hanging out at shops. Um, and then there have been times where sort of like with try January, I was like, I just need a break. And it's never because, you know, we hate anybody or there's like, we're yeah. done with cars or whatever. It's just, it's, I find that the car culture can be very extreme one way or the other. And so we have kind of been those people who were always like super in or super out. Um, right now we're kind of in a, you know, like a good place with it. He has his car that he loves. We're building a house right now. And I think when it's done and he has the space for it, he'll probably get into it again. Yeah. Because um, right now we just don't have a ton of space for it. Yeah, it's so. just not. He's not something he's like super excited to work on and bring to a show. Yeah, and, and I mean, uh, like he's done some stuff to his car, but like right now he just like physically doesn't have that much space to like drive it or like work on it. Whatever the hell that means, I don't know exactly <laughs> what he wants to do to the car. Um, but I do think once we move, we'll probably get back into it a little bit more. So I'd say like right now, like compared to when I met him, he was like deep into the car scene. Now he's like a few levels removed from it probably i think when they get into a relationship it does they pull back a little bit which it's their own choice yeah. like you choose to prioritize not your car anymore yeah. but they still go to things and then it's also just like part of growing up yeah like you get older your life you're not 18 or 21 where your life revolved around your car well also for us, you have to think, like, we were long distance when we started yeah. dating, so you would be all of a sudden, every weekend, Kevin's flying to Nashville instead of going to a car show, and I think I got a little heat for that, too. I never forced Kevin to come to Nashville, I for feel the like, so something I've noticed in the car scene is people take it, not necessarily the people who run the car show, but people, your friends that go to it, they take it very personal. Oh, yeah. If you don't show up to a car show, oh, I yeah. thought you were coming, and it's like... These aren't mandatory. Or if car you leave events. early, that's a big like. It's no-no. not like when people find out. We haven't been to Helen since the first year I met Matthew. We went yeah. to Helen, so it's been two years. Last year we were saving for the wedding. This year we're going to be on our honeymoon the week later. Like yeah. it's just not affordable, and yeah. I'm not trying to take that much time off work. So people, a lot of people are like, "You guys coming to Helen?" And we're like, "No." And they're like, "What?" And I'm yeah. Like, We actually went to Helen for our honeymoon, just the two of us. Like, that's how car girl I was. But, you know, it was fun. It wasn't for a car show or anything. We were just there ourselves. And it's actually a beautiful place. But over time, you get into a relationship, and I feel like priorities kind of change. I agree. And I think I can confidently say I'm more important to Kevin than his cars (laughs) at this point. I think think I can say that. I feel like if you got married and you're the wife... (laughs) I feel like that should be the priority. Um, but people do take it personally, and it's hard. And, you know, I experienced that with my friend group, too. Mm-hmm. Outside of cars, people are like, you don't want to go out to drink. You don't want to go to the bars yeah. anymore. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. And, I mean, I do, but I just have this other side of my life. Yeah. Now. Like, you have two different... It's just... It's so different. Like, there's other things to prioritize, like, when they're younger and they're single yeah all they have is their car yeah so they can do whatever they want to the car their money 
goes to their car and like when you and i feel like some people if they've never had relationships or they just some people don't prioritize their relationship over a car and so they're just like they don't understand oh it. i've seen that happen <laughs> exactly they don't understand it yeah. and people would look at me when i first came around and they didn't realize that i wasn't there for when matthew built out his car like he did people would be like how did you survive the build and i was like First of all, he was single, and there was a reason yeah. he was single. He was very busy. <laughs> yeah. People are like, oh, he didn't have, like, any... And I'm like, no, he was... There's a yeah. reason his entire time went to that. Like, yeah, yeah, that's amazing, and I'm proud of him for what he did, but, like, there's a reason he was... And I was 21 when I met Kevin, so... I was 21 when I met Matthew. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was. I think I was at the perfect age where I was, like, old enough to know what I was doing, but I was young enough to be like whatever yeah. i'll drive to savannah georgia and go to a car show with yeah. you I don't, you know i was up for anything and like now life does get busier as you get like further on in your career and you have things like houses and bills and pets and everything yeah i don't know how people do it with kids like oh, if you're a gosh. parent and you're a part of this like more power to you because i'm never could be me could not be me as we see all the time you do it first i I have a lot of respect. <laughs> you do it first. Let me know how bad it is. And then maybe I'll I'm consider like, it. If you have a kid and then a year later tell me that it's fun, maybe I'll consider. But um, as of right now, I'm out. We're in the game of, are you going to do it first? We're Am doing I a waiting gonna... game. Yeah. yeah, we are. We're seeing who's going to do it first to see how bad it is. Yeah, but, I, think, I think I might just skip out on that little part of life. <laughs> just skip over that speed bump. Oh, no, we just decided not to have kids because that looked like a lot of work. I love my nieces, though. They're don't get me best. wrong. I do. I love my niece. Yeah. I love my nephew. They are amazing. But, like, Being I don't the know. fun aunt is, like, my calling in life. It's so much more fun. Totally. And I get to how... give them back at the end of the night. And it's like the people are like, when you have your own, it's different. And I'm like. Different how? Different better? Different worse? I'm broke, and they are a lot of money, and I don't really want to give up my Starbucks and my shopping sprees my, and my Amazon addiction to a child. My <laughs> <For> diapers. <laughs> to, one of my nieces is um, a teenager, and uh, a few months ago we were talking about that. I was like, I don't. She asked me if I was going to have kids, and I was like, I don't know. I'm really busy yeah. being your aunt, and like it it's seems full time gig. It's a full time job, and it's super expensive. And she goes. Oh, yeah, I am really expensive. I spend all of my parents' money. <laughs> She's very self-aware. She's like, yeah, I know. She's like, yeah, don't do it. Princess treatment always are out the door. And that's the thing. Like, when you have kids, you want to be able to do that. So, like, yeah, and I'm yeah. not at the point where I want to give them my income for a child. I'm not ready. That may sound selfish, but that's just me being self-aware. <laughs> it's the I'm truth. It's it. the truth. At least I'm not bringing a baby into the world being like, yeah, I don't want to give it my money. <laughs> I'm sitting here being like, I am not having a child for that sole factor that I want to be able to do my shopping sprees on House of CB and Amazon yeah. and whatever my packages that show up at the door. And I'm like, listen, um, I'm going to have to be frugal with myself. If we had kids, how would we afford more cars? How would I afford enough tequila to keep up with the car addictions? <laughs> a good bottle of tequila is $50. Right. Like, we go through that on a weekly basis. Not to sound like an alcoholic, but I am Scottish, and that's just in my genes. <laughs> I don't have to tell you people anymore. Like, the first time I took Matthew to Scotland, and he was like, we're drinking beer now? I'm like, yeah, better start, because we all are. I don't know. What I Whiskey love at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, babe. Let's go. Like, this is just the way of life. How do you, you think Matthew has kind of adjusted to that culture? So when I took him home, he's only been home once. Whoops. Um, 
he it was very funny to just watch his like facial expressions and the like oh this is normal yeah i'll have one too okay like but with like my parents too like you know you go to his parents house or anyone's house it's like water is what everyone offers over here you want a bottle of water you want a glass of water like that's just what it is yeah you go to my parents house it's it depending on the time of day it's a cup of tea you want a cup of tea and a biscuit or do you want a glass of wine do you want a drink drink like yep. what's and like because i drink a lot of wine and my mom's a wine lover she'll yep. always offer me a glass of wine matthew's a beer drinker and so is my dad they drink my cultures just like kevin they bonded they do <laughs> and so my dad immediately beer or they know we used to be uh we used to drink a lot of the seltzers when they were first like yeah. really really big so my parents would literally just buy the seltzers for us coming over and they'll keep some at the house you know dads when you say you like one thing and then they just buy That's it and all bulk. they buy yeah like i want my when my parents found out tequila was my drink of choice like you know when you're young you go through trying all the stuff yeah. and then when you find out now they keep a bottle of tequila at their house that's so cute though. at all times yeah like... and my mom drinks white wine i drink red she always keeps a bottle of red for me and my dad always keeps that's nick for him language. yeah like and that's just it's more okay. all right hit me with it okay what was it like or did you know anything about cars when you met kevin not really so what was it like coming in knowing nothing to someone knowing what seems like everything well so when i say not really like i there's like levels to it right like <laughs> i i know how to drive <laughs> i could drive manual i can drive manual kind of i'm really bad at it but i can um and i had uh, friends in college who were sort of into the car scene too, so mm -hmm. I, I had like lightly touched on okay. some of the weirdness. Yeah. But when I met him, honestly, starting out like when we were talking and like early on dating, cars really had nothing to do with it. Like really? we didn't really talk about it. And now looking back on it, it's so funny because like his Jetta, he was so scared to open the sunroof or like like mess anything up. And when I was his new girlfriend, I would stand up through the sunroof. <laughs> I was all over that didn't car. Like, shit. it didn't matter. And he never, like, flinched. I mean, he was probably sweating. But he didn't tell you, like, no. No, no he didn't freak out. And now, like, now he's very particular about his car. So he's kind of let that side show a yeah. little bit more. Um, but it was interesting. Honestly, like, coming into it, I was like, there's this whole part of society that I never <laughs> knew about all of the car shows and the car scene and the Facebook groups and yeah. everything. So like, it was cool. I have met a ton of people through it. Mm -hmm. Um, it was just, it was a lot to take in. I feel like it almost becomes not your hobby, but it's like another social activity. Yeah. And it's something, sometimes you can look forward to it. Like last week at Eurotripper, I was actually kind of like, this is yeah. a fun little thing. Like, cause he's excited about it and yeah. I'm excited to see him there and be happy about it. Like, yeah. It's not like I don't love the car shows, but like it's fun for him, so right. like I'll enjoy it. And and I like when we go to buy a car now, feeling really informed, and he knows what he's talking about. And I like that I've learned more about it, so I like I'm not totally in the dark. When I yeah. bought my last car, we were actually there for like eight hours, holy shit, arguing with them <laughs> about the the clear code and the mm -hmm. what everything they did to the car, and so it's. There are pros and cons to it, for sure. Yeah, that's fair. All right, well, I think that's all I have for today's episode. Yes. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we need to do this again. This was a yes, lot of fun, and so we fun. have so much more to talk about. Totally. We'll bring the boys next time. Oh, my God. So they can talk about landing an airplane? <laughs> they'll just kick us out of here and have a bromance <laughs> It'll going. Be their own, they'll take over the podcast, but it's fine. But, yeah, 
Thank you for being here. Thank you. This was so fun. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. And of course, we'll see you next month. Bye, honeys.